Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. No matter the time or the place, it's always a good day to talk sports. With that, we welcome you to the Down Short Show. We just finished the longest week in NFL football in the last 80 years. I am your host, Colton Jones-Jurgis, and this is my co-host, Liam Adair. So we're just going to go ahead and dive right into it, and we're going to start off with some NFL news. We're going to talk about that Raven-Steelers game that happened yes. uh, Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday afternoon football. Definitely a different um, feeling for a lot of us. I think yeah. most of us weren't, weren't used to having a game on a... Wednesday at three o'clock. No. I know I, don't know, I wasn't. I don't know. I had to look it up. I don't know if that's ever happened. I don't. I don't know if it has either. It got I mean, what postponed three times. Three times. It went from Thanksgiving to Sunday, Sunday to a Sunday, to and then Tuesday. To, yeah, and then Wednesday. Wednesday. Yep. So, like I said, it was one of the longest weeks in NFL football history because it started at noon on Thanksgiving Day and didn't end till almost seven o'clock on Wednesday, which yeah. means it was almost yeah. a full seven-day work week. Absolutely yeah. insane. Uh, obviously, Lamar Jackson was out with COVID. We saw RG3 take his place. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, it wasn't the best game no. by any means from either of them. From yeah. RG3 yeah. or Trace McSorley, yeah. of course. But, um, the GOAT. The I TikTok mean, star. The TikTok but star. It wasn't just Lamar Jackson that was out. Ravens were down a lot of linemen. Yeah. They had some like linebackers and stuff filling mm-hmm. in the positions of linemen and the Steelers offense took advantage of that. They were of doing course. a lot of no huddle offense, just keeping the yep. Ravens line on their toes, seeing how well they were doing and, yep. um, you know, and ended up working for them. Yep. Steelers I, uh, came out with the dub. I actually saw something on Instagram. It said how it showed a full record of like the teams they've played this year. Yeah. So I'll, I'll send I'll send you that screenshot. You're gonna have to insert it. Yeah, here. we'll put it on. What the it is is it's like it's just basically making fun of their whole schedule and how they beat a terrible like Broncos team, they yeah. beaten like bunch of backup quarterbacks. Oh yeah, uh, they beat. And what it said for the Ravens last week is they beat their practice squad and their third string quarterback. Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, true. I mean, let's be honest here. That was not the Ravens if, at their peak. Yeah, if um Lamar Jackson's playing, if their line is in there, if they're all healthy, I mean, it'd hey, be a different game. Yeah, which so, leads us to that point. Yeah, the Steelers, they're undefeated. They're eleven and zero. Of course. They, Maybe they go sixteen and zero. Maybe it's not maybe out of the question. But even if they go sixteen and zero, even if they go fifteen and one, whatever. I don't see them making it far in the playoffs. Are they? Oh, are they? Just because they're undefeated, does that mean they're the best? No, not no. by any means. Like even when I look at the remaining schedule, I think they could drop one to two games. Who do they, here. Who do they have the rest of the year? So rest of the year they have Washington. I think they'll beat Washington, but yeah. I think it'll be a lot closer than people expect. Yeah. Uh, they play the Bills. Who I think could definitely steal a game. Yeah, I think I yep. mean, the they've Bills been, are they've a been good all team right this year. year. Yeah, they've been all right. Uh, the Bengals, Bengals, they'll beat the Bengals. Yeah, they're going to destroy the Bengals. Colts. Uh, the Colts. Now that's another game where that defense yeah. of the Colts could definitely take advantage of uh, Ben Roethlisberger and the fact that he's not a very mobile quarterback in yeah. this day and age, definitely. which is definitely not a good thing when you look at the way the league's turning out right now with players like Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, yep. Lamar yep. Jackson. It's becoming a lot more of a mobile quarterback kind of league. And then you look at their Week 17 game. It's the Browns. Browns. Don't count I mean, the Browns out. Don't count the don't Browns count out. The Browns been, out but I a also, lot of their wins have been like bad three minutes left in the yeah. in the fourth quarter, and it's a one score game. Yes. And Nick Chubb runs it in. Yep. Sure, that's been like three of their eight wins. Like just, you, you look at their the te- the games they've won. They beat the Bengals. They beat the Washington Football Team. They beat the Cowboys. Yeah. They beat the Colts, which is a which good win good. in my opinion. Uh, then they beat the Bengals again. 
They beat the Texans, the Eagles, and the Jaguars. I think that was a close one. Out of all the teams I named, I think they only beat one team above 500. Yeah, and then every other game they've played, like the the Steelers, they destroyed them. The Ravens destroyed them. The Raiders destroyed them. Uh, So yeah, yeah. It's I mean they are. I mean I did see the thing. So. Um, they're eight and three right now, yeah. which is actually the same uh, record as the Texans, or not Texans, Titans, Titans, which is who they're playing this Sunday, and we'll get into that in here in a minute. Um, but so uh, the Browns right now they're in a contention spot for that AFC wild card. Yeah, and with definitely uh, this past Sunday, Browns won. They beat the Jaguars, and, and the Colts lost, and the Raiders lost, and, Ra- and the Ravens, um, which is in their same division. So those are kind of those other AFC wild card contenders yeah um so and that the actually the exact statistic was the browns playoff chances of being in there went up by 78 percent really them winning and the colts and the raiders losing so um i think in my opinion i don't see the ravens making the playoffs i don't think uh, afc north i mean the afc north is obviously a stacked division if you look at it yeah i mean one especially when burrow's healthy yeah it's steelers ravens browns and Bengals. yep and right now the the Browns are above the Ravens in yeah. there, but the the Ravens beat the Browns, which makes it a little bit interesting because yeah. it seems like just uh, how it is. The Browns have had a very easy schedule up till now, so I'd like to see how the remaining schedule goes. Obviously, right. they play the Titans. I don't see them beating the Titans. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a good game. I think, um, and we'll get a little more into detail that here in a little bit. We yeah. go into the Week Thirteen. Yeah, for games. sure. Um, but yeah, but when you look at the rest of the remaining schedule, they play the Ravens, Giants, Jets, and Steelers. I definitely think they win at least two of those. I games. think I think they'll finish with ten, maybe ten eleven six. wins. I'm, I, I'm I, going, I, would, I would bet on ten and six. Though. Yeah, ten and six or nine and seven is my yeah. guess personally. Yeah, um, I think they'll definitely be in the playoffs though, and I think people are going to be very disappointed in the playoffs when they get there and yeah, they get absolutely that, yep, smacked. That's true. But also, if you have to think about it, uh, Odell is out. Yeah, Odell is out, and he's you know one of the top receivers in yep. the league, um, given even though he wasn't doing 100% great this year just because yeah. Baker Mayfield, his stats aren't glamorous by any means. Yeah, not by um, any means. Uh, so, you know, but I think the thing it's, a, it's, the... A, it's a positive turn of the leaf for the Browns, though, because this is I, I saw this is their first, um, they clinched their first non-losing season in I don't know, 10 or so years. That's insane. Um, with this passing. That's so insane. the worst they could do, if they would lose the rest of their games, they go 500, 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah. Um, and that's, then, a, that's a big... And that's still a big achievement for the Browns. And yes. a, a big thing with the non-losing part of that is because technically, you know, it's a W on the, on the box score after a lot of these games. But like I said, it's a lot of it's just been last few minutes yeah. of the game my getting thing, a one score ahead. My thing with the Browns is... I love them. I love the young team. I love everything about them. I think they'll be great in the future, but this year they're going to be a wild card team, and the team they're going to be playing is probably the number one seed. Yep. Assuming they make it in yeah. as the seven or the six seed, they're going to be playing the one yeah. or two. Yeah. And let's say the Steelers or the Chiefs, vice versa, no matter which. Of those teams. Yeah. If yeah. one of them gets the bye, they're going to have to play the other of those uh-huh. two, which means I don't see the Browns beating either of those teams. No, no, not, not at any all. chance, not especially pl- when they're in the playoffs. Right, right. So, 100%. Um, but uh, just a little bit more about that uh, Ravens Steeler game that happened on the Wednesday night. So uh, you know they played the Ravens, who were down a lot of players. Yeah, as we discussed, um, and I can't think of any major names that were out for Pittsburgh. They had all their um, 
major guys going. Yeah. Um, if you want to go over what some of those stats were for both of the teams real quick on that box score. So if um, you if you go to the Ravens, we see that our boy, the GOAT, Trace McSorley, he uh, threw for 33% completion percent, which is not good by any means, but he did no. throw for 77 yards and the only passing touchdown uh-huh. that uh, Baltimore had. Yeah. And then you look at rushing the ball. Honestly, RG3 looked like his young self back oh, in yeah. Washington. Oh, yeah, he had uh, some really good. Yeah. When he ran the ball, he had some really good plays. He had that 45-yard run that was very I mean, nice. He led he, their he team the in rushing. Yes, he did. Rushing yards. Hey, Trace McSorley, though, 16 yards on three attempts. Yeah, obviously the goat. I mean, uh, it's not even. It's but not also even a with RG three a little bit. Um, just in that first quarter, let's talk about that first quarter for a little bit. Um, if you guys were watching that game, it was a bit of a hard watch that first oh, quarter yeah. because what the Baltimore had the ball and they almost immediately RG three fumbled. Yep, and the Steelers recovered it, and then um, a little bit after that, Steelers are down the field in the red zone. They throw. Uh, Roethlisberger throws a pick yep. uh, to the end zone, um, and they run it back to about the 15 or so. Yep. And then the that line. next play, no, 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 almost there, oh. then that next play, uh, RG3 throws pick six. Joe Hayden gets it yes. and runs it back about 20 yards. Um, that was the Steelers' first score. They missed the extra point. I do remember um, that. And then well. they uh, uh, Baltimore kicked it off at, uh, or punted at some point, and... They fluffed it, yep. and they dropped it, and they recovered it. I don't know, like the eight-yard line. It was like first and goal. I do remember that. Um, and then they scored, and it was 7-6. And it was just like turnover after turnover, back-to-back in that yep. first quarter. Um, Hollywood so. Hollywood Brown definitely had a pretty good game. He had 85 yards, four receptions, and a touchdown. Looking at it from a fantasy perspective, if you're playing PPR, he had 12.5 plus. He had 18.5 points, which is... Not bad by any means. I mean, yeah. It's not the best week we've seen from a receiver. It's not Tyreek Hill last week type sure, numbers sure. where he dropped 58. Um, but then you go over to the Steelers. Big Ben had a pretty good game. He threw the ball 50 times, which yeah. is absolutely insane what this league has come to because back in the day, you, if you hit 20 pass attempts in a game, it was you were throwing yeah. the ball a lot. Uh-huh. But he threw for 266 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Uh, Benny Snell ran the ball good. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they had James Conner. I think he might have been injured. I don't know what yeah, happened with I, I James Conner. I think that yeah, because I'm not seeing him coming yeah. up. That was the that was the one guy that yes. was out for them. So that's why they're that's why he threw 51 times because gotcha. because um yeah he was not in the game. So sure that makes sense. Um, Eric Ebron uh, and. Claypool, they led Pittsburgh in receiving. Yes. Uh, they had 54 and 52 yards, respectively. Eric Ebron's um, definitely a good uh, waiver wire pickup for fantasy this week, especially if you have Rob Gronkowski from the Buccaneers, who has a bye week this week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Eric Ebron's not the guy who's going to go down the field, run you an 80-yard touchdown, or when they get into the red zone, they're not going to throw the fade route to him like Rob Gronkowski. But he gets a lot of receptions for short yards, which adds up if you play PPR. So seven receptions, he had seven points there, plus five, uh, 54 yards, which is 5.4 points. He had a total of 12.4 points, which is pretty good from a tight end in today's league as the position oh, yeah. kind of seems to be dying out. Yeah. But the um, defense the defense of the Steelers is absolutely stacked. It's oh, got to yeah. be one of my favorite defenses in the league right now with yeah. Bud Dupree, TJ Watt. TJ Watt, and then we mentioned Joe Hayden had that yeah. big six. Yep. Um, Bud Dupree actually just tore his ACL uh, last game, so prayers up to him. Hopefully, he gets better soon. 
definitely a sad thing to see him go because he is a, he's been playing absolutely out of his mind this year, him and TJ Watt. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. that game, I mean, it was a good game. It would have been nice to see both teams healthy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I hope we would have been that certainly later on a better game because even the Steelers, they won. They're still 11 0 undefeated. Mm-hmm. They definitely, even with pretty much almost an entirely healthy team, they weren't at their best. Yes. By any means. I think if that team that played on Wednesday against the lineup shortened Ravens, yeah. I, I've, if that's the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, I don't see. I don't, I don't think yeah. they're putting up a fight against no. the Chiefs. The Chiefs know how good they are. Yep. They're, I don't care if they lost one game yeah. to the Raiders on, you know, that was just a I do remember that. Yeah. Um, they I was actually, it doesn't yeah. matter. They're the best team in football. They have the MVP. Yep, um, for sure. I was watching the, uh, I don't know if you guys know, the Bussin' with the Boys podcast. It's uh, one of my favorite podcasts right now. It's hosted by Taylor Lewan. He's a tackle for the Titans. Honestly, just seems like a very genuine guy towards ACL this year, so prayers up to him as well. But he was talking to Travis Kelsey. They hosted him on okay. his show. And Travis Kelsey, they were, he was like, yeah, I don't care if they beat us. And then he was like, I'm just kidding. I want to kill them Yeah, next yeah. time. Because he, he, he knows that the Chiefs are definitely probably going to make it back to the Super Bowl, if not repeat. Right, right. So, I mean, I think, I honestly think that AFC Championship game, which is more than likely going to be Steelers and Chiefs, mm-hmm. um, that I think I kind of think that's the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's um, going to be the I best. Game. I don't know if any team like the, the Seahawks Saints, are the Saints only the team. Se- the Saints and the Seahawks are the are the kind of the top teams in the NFC. Yeah, but I don't know if they're kind of I, I feel, kind of feel like Kansas City and Pittsburgh is almost on a higher level than those two teams. So I don't know. I, I, well, then you get to the Packers, and I think the Packers have a chance. I mean, I, yeah, I think really the, those top three to four teams in the NFC are the only ones who would even stand a chance. Yeah, those, I think they'll put up a, a solid fight, but I, I just yeah, I, I still think the the over under is yeah all the way to Kansas City or Pittsburgh if they yeah. somehow manage to beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. So, Let's go ahead and get into NFL Week 13. Uh, We're going to talk about, first of all, my favorite team, the Detroit Lions at the Bears. Obviously, if you guys haven't seen the news, they fired their general manager and coach, Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn. I am unbelievably happy. I'm stoked. Do I think it was the best move? Yes. Do I think we have the potential to be a winning team? I do. Um, I not don't think season, not this season, not the rest of the season, but not the rest of the season. But I future. think as soon as we get a new coach, if we can get someone competent enough, we will be a great team. We have all the pieces, unless this year we deal Stafford, which is which is a big rumor. Yeah, it's, it's certainly a possibility, especially with if they bring in a new GM. Do you yeah. think they might just say he's going to want to build, build his from own the team. ground up? I mean, because Matt Stafford is still a solid quarterback he, yeah, in the NFL. He can great. still play. Um, if if you know he was to a contender with uh, with some good receivers and a good defense um, and a good defense and and a, and a good line to protect him, I definitely think it would just it, it would be like uh, the twenty fourteen playoffs where Stafford carried that Stafford and the defense kind of single handedly carried that team to the playoffs where oh, they yeah. played against the Dallas oh, Cowboys yeah. and in that game they lost because of a terrible uh, pass interference call that was initially called. It was the face guarding call with Anthony Hitchens. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Very controversial play. Uh, I was watching that game, and I literally started crying after this call got reversed. Uh, Anthony Hitchens is running up guarding Brandon Pettigrew, who used to be a tight end for the Lions. And he's he's doing this thing, standing right up against his face, and he blocks him, and the ball hits Anthony Hitchens in the back. So today yeah. that rule is called the face guarding rule. It's part of, part of pass interference. So back then they threw the flag initially and then they picked it up. We had to punt the ball 
Dallas comes down the yeah. field, scores, and wins the game. So, so yeah. I definitely think that Stafford has potential to be a great quarterback in this league if you put him on the right team. And I, I think I want yeah. him to be on a good team. Yeah, because yeah. he deserves recognition. 100%. 100%. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks, and I'd love to see him succeed. Definitely. But for um, the rest of the season, Daryl Blevin or Bevel, Darren Bevel, is coming up as the Detroit Lions interim head coach. Okay. So okay. he is our defensive coordinator, and I do not see him doing much. If you haven't yeah. watched the Lions this yeah. year. The defense has just not been there. Right. right. Uh, I do think they beat the Bears, though. You do? I do. I, I, I think, think I think I, we beat the Bears. I, I think so. They're, what, 4-7 and seven right now? The Lions are 4-7, yeah. and seven, yeah. yeah. So And two of those games could have went either way. Yeah, sure, so. sure. So they, I, I can see them beating the Bears. I think right now the Bears are, are the favorites, um, just from the analytical standpoint. Yeah. Um, but you never know. Maybe... Is it, this is going to be the first game without Patricia, correct? Yes. Okay, so maybe, I don't know, something, if it really was that bad because of that coaching, maybe something changes. Yeah, and, maybe we you see know, a kind of a new wind um, in the lines. You never know, um, but I guess we'll see this Sunday. Um, so, yeah, maybe they get one, maybe two more uh, wins for the rest of the year. Yeah, but, their, their remaining you know. schedule is definitely not easy. I see them beating the Bears. They're going to lose to the Packers. They're going to lose to the Titans. They're going to lose to the Bucks. They they're going to lose to the Vikings. You don't think they could beat the Vikings? If they if they have a good game? If the, you need a miracle. We need a miracle. You can always pray for one. I'll always um, pray for one. So every yeah, every I, Saturday night, go to bed. But yeah, those, yeah, those two games... Um, I'd say I'd say their best chances of winning are, are the Bears and the Vikings. Yeah, me too. Um, but still, it's, it's it could go either way. Yep. Um, the Bears are definitely a uh, the the thing with the Bears is that they don't have a quarterback. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. As we've seen this year, they have a great defense, but they have no quarterback. Yeah. So hundred percent. You kind of run into an issue there when you're right. talking about the Bears. So I definitely. think that game could go either way this week. Yes, hundred percent. And then, just real quick, we wanted to mention. Um, oh. So so we got so Matt Patricia's fired, but yeah. if you guys haven't heard, we were talking about this before the podcast. Um, so there's this rumor of Matt Patricia having a burner account, Eddie P Lions, Eddie P Lions fan, Twitter. and this guy, and I think he might even have one on TikTok too, and he's making like these weird um, things. But uh, he's it's like the only person ever that has been defensive yeah. of Matt Patricia as being yep. overtly positive yeah. towards whatever he goes the heck to all he was the doing. Lions pages yeah. and comments exactly. on it. So, like here's here's one uh here's one tweet I have uh and I quote this Coach Patricia did what he could with the roster Quinn gave him. Bob Quinn was the problem. Right. So if they find out that that's his burn account, he'll never have a coaching job oh, anywhere ever again. And there is a um another tweet that was like super specific that like why would a fan know this? Yeah. And it, it said um it said Matt Patricia was great at managing injuries um, amongst the team when he was allowed. Like how would how would just a fan that yeah. you know, that's up in the nosebleeds named Eddie P. Lions fan? Keep in mind, Eddie P. Uh, it's it's apparently uh, Matt Patricia's middle name is Edward, so it makes sense, Eddie P. Then um, you have to think maybe whenever he was under Belichick staff, was it Eddie P. Patriots fan or something like that? <laughs> was he doing all that? Yeah. Um, you never know. Pretty funny. And uh, actually, another tweet he just put out 10 hours ago, which kind of correlates with this whole thing, is, hey, at Elon Musk, are you hiring? Yeah, he could, kind he, of a he could certainly use a job now <laughs> he that could. he's you know unemployed. Definitely that he um, said he's unemployed. And he, I have a PS5 broke boy. Like, <laughs> what is this guy doing? Um, uh, 
Gonna play some Madden. Got tons of free December third. Does anyone know how to change your favorite team on Madden? Yeah, you don't want the Lions to be your favorite team anymore. They fired you. At December second, Coach Patricia looks great in hoodies and track pants. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like, dude, just come out. It's okay. We'll, we'll still accept oh you as a human being, just not as a professional football coach. Um, Definitely. But yeah, funny. that's hilarious. Um, go look it up on Twitter and read them for yourself yes. at Eddie P Lions fan. Um, Very funny you'll stuff. get a good laugh out of it. So moving on to the Browns at Titans. Okay, so, so both this, in the AFC, they're yeah. both eight and three right now. Yes, maybe the Browns. You could argue shouldn't be eight and three. Maybe no. they could. Maybe they should be six and five. Yes, but you know, regardless, that's the record. The Titans are also. Um, eight, and eight and three. So but it's the a Titans, battle of the eight and threes. Yeah, the Titans right now are atop their division, though. Yes. Uh, AFC South, Browns are second in the division, AFC North. Um, I definitely think the Titans win this game. I, I do, too. And I think it's um, going to be a blowout and a disappointment for Umbra. I, I think, oh, well, Miles Garrett is going to be coming back. He's, okay. he's, he is supposed to play. Okay. Um, I just don't think you can shut Derrick Henry down. That's what I, I, I had a note. Can Cleveland contain Derrick Henry? Yeah. Um, and I just don't think so. I don't think um, so either. I mean, I love I love the idea of the Browns being good, and I hope right. it happens. Right. Me too. Future. Me too, of course. Yeah. But, um, you know, I just don't think. The, I think they're a lot better this season. I think it's a it's a bright future for the Browns. Mm-hmm. I think it's finally on an um, upward note. But I don't think uh, they win this game. I think um, I mean Derrick Henry really is I'd say is probably second in the MVP race um, behind Patrick Mahomes. Um, I would say if it was a running back race, I, it's the MVP race has kind of evolved into a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, only it, it has, it has. Based off statistics, I would say Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry are sure. both up there. Sure, and that brings me to another point. Talking about the MVP race and league leaders, obviously Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry. Um, but one thing that's been really getting under my skin, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it in here. So it's this picture I found on Instagram. And I sent it to Liam, and I was like, hey, we got to talk about this, and I'm going to have him put this on here. So uh, the biggest problem. This is on what, the SportsCenter account? No, this is on Laces of Leather. It's an Instagram account. So one thing that really aggravates me here is the fact that everybody calls DK Metcalf overrated. I don't think he is. I I think he is the league leader in receiving yards. The attention he gets is is deserved. It's earned. earned It's earned. That's that's what I think. And And just because if you're good, it doesn't necessarily make you overrated. Every time I go to TikTok, all I see is like these videos. It's like Terry McLaurin, like for Terry McLaurin, share for DK Metcalf. And everybody in the comments is like, scary Terry, better than DK. Uh, No question, DK overrated, blah, blah, blah. And I just don't understand how you can say that when he's the receiving yard leader in the league. Right, right. right. I mean, dude has a thousand yards and we're in what, week twelve? Yeah, it's about to be week th- yeah, it's 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 insane. I don't get and, it. And um yeah, especially I mean he's got Russell Wilson throwing to him mm-hmm. and yeah, he's he's an absolute unit. He's another thing, if you take Tyler Lockett away from that team, DK DK's at fifteen hundred. Oh yeah, right oh now. yeah. Tyler Lockett takes away Definitely. so many targets from DK Metcalf. Certainly. Along with this list, we have Mike Evans in the overrated yeah. category. Now, when you talk about this, it might not sound very far-fetched because, I mean, obviously he hasn't been having an absolute blowout season this year. He but hasn't been. no one on the Bucks really has. Yeah. They've been just it's been making, kind of a disappointing game. But you look um, at his uh, fantasy game log, right? So, week one, he had... Four targets, one receptions, two yards, and a touchdown. Week two, he had 104 yards and a touchdown. 
Uh, week four, he had 122 yards and a touchdown. He's basically gotten a touchdown almost every game this season. He's got right. 11 receiving touchdowns right yeah. now. So I don't understand enough. Like I said, I don't understand how you can come at someone like Mike Evans and tell me he's overrated. I think I think it's, it probably is a little bit because Tom Brady is really ma- the majority of his passes this year are just those short. Yeah, um, trying to get a first down every play to yeah. Rob Gronkowski. I mean, Gronk's the leading receiver on that yeah, year's team um, as the tight end, um, which is certainly saying something hey, with how, the way they're playing. I'm I mean, thankful for it. I have him on my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's worked for them, I, yeah. I'd say, uh, for the most part. Um, so, yeah. Um, Along with that, we uh, on this list as well, you guys see Amari Cooper. Um, though he hasn't been getting the touchdowns that we're looking for, the production out of him, uh, he's had three receiving touchdowns this year. You look at his yards, and he's had 848 yards. I don't think you can call someone overrated when they're about to right. surpass 1,000 yards. And also, um, Dak Prescott got injured very early on. Yeah, and um, that, that killed their season. Yeah. just I mean, I had Dak Prescott on my fantasy team initially, and I, I was feeling like I was going to win the league because he was absolutely yeah. balling out. And then... He got injured, and I actually made a trade for Ezekiel Elliott, uh-huh. and I regret that trade so much because last week I started Ezekiel Elliott over Derrick Henry, and Derrick oh, Henry had forty that points. That was a dumb decision. Forty points, and I lost by four. So he, I, I mean, started Derrick Henry. Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott's good, but Derrick no, Henry is. Yeah, well, he was playing Indianapolis, and Indianapolis sure. has the best, one of the best defenses sure, in the league, yeah. top two right 100%. now. So I didn't know who to start. Back to this list. Jarvis Landry, I would agree with. He has definitely yeah. not been as productive this season. Yeah. Um, that could be partly to fault of Baker Mayfield. Sure. I mean, Baker Mayfield, like we said, is uh, he's not doing a, that great yeah, he's, um, as he's the quarterback for the Browns. Um, what's saving the Browns is is the, the line and their running game. Um, it's definitely not the the quarterback yeah, in for Baker sure. Mayfield. Yeah. Um, but and then on this list, lastly for the overrated category, we have Chase Claypool, and I just don't think you can rate Chase Claypool yet. Uh, he's really young. Yeah. I don't think you can call him underrated, overrated. The guys had a great season: yeah. six hundred and eleven yards and eight receiving touchdowns. And just for, as we said on uh, earlier, he uh, was second for this past uh, game for the Steelers against the Ravens. Him and yeah. uh, him and Ebron basically had the same amount of yards. All right, so. We just had a technical error. Resume where no we No worries. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, I, yeah, like you said, I don't think you can necessarily judge Chase Claypool quite yet. I mean, he's a rookie. Yeah. You can't expect um, much out of a rookie. And right. I think he's been destroying expectations. Uh-huh. 611 receiving yards, 8 receiving touchdowns. That's pretty baller season, in my opinion, for yeah. a rookie. Oh, yeah. Um, if certainly. this rookie stack, if this rookie class wasn't so stacked, I would definitely put him in contention for rookie of the year. Sure, sure. But Justin Herbert's kind um, of killing the game. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that kind of sums up that list. And um, then you have on the underrated side of things, you have AJ Brown, Michael Thomas, Tyler Boyd, Coop, Tyler Boyd, Cooper Cup, and Deontay Johnson. And I would agree with all of those. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Definitely, definitely. Um, and then we kind of had talking up next, uh, uh, AFC South, Tennessee or Indiana. I think, I mean, I think Indiana, and they play one more time. Um, I believe, do. I believe, before the season ends. No, they don't. Uh, oh, no, they, they don't. don't. Okay. They just though no, they just, yeah, they played, just played, and, and, and the Titans, and, uh, Titans won. Yeah, destroyed and, them. And I think, but they played earlier in the season, and the Colts won. Colts won. So, um, but I think, uh, I think Tennessee takes that division. Um, okay. I think 
they're I don't I don't think the the margin of the Titans being better is you know that big of a difference, but I think they're uh, it's 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 big enough. The margin is big enough to where I think the Titans are a great team. Yeah, AFC Championship yeah. last year. Yeah, uh, I mean they obviously subverted all Chiefs. expectations. No, of course, um, absolutely balled out. That was a great kind of season. Cinderella story um, with them last year, and so. Yep. I yeah. think I think the Titans take the division as well, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people yeah. think. Yeah, I definitely think um, Indy makes it in as a wild card team. Yeah, and Philip Rivers mm-hmm. does his best to lead him, even yep. though he's what? How old is Philip Rivers? 30? Really old. Really old. He, I think he's up there in age, nearing not necessarily Tom Brady. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. He so, is yeah. nearing Tom Brady. Tom Brady's so, what, 43? 43. Yeah, so... So he's, he's definitely old. He, like I said, he's one of those immobile quarterbacks, and as the league is starting to shift sure, towards sure. faster quarterbacks, he's definitely fallen behind. Plus, with the age, I mean, there's a lot to be talked about there. Um, he's yeah. having... I mean, he's having an okay year, though, and he's obviously leading his teams to win. So, in my opinion, that's all that matters. Um, real quick, before we move on to the next topic, I want to talk about the New York Jets. Okay. Um, Do you think they are the third team to finish 0-16? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Go ahead and pull up the rest of their schedule real quick. All right, so for the rest of the schedule, they have the Raiders, which is a loss, the Seahawks, a loss, the Rams, a loss, the Browns, a loss, but then the Patriots. I I could see them beating the Patriots. I I don't think I could. I think... A Cam Newton-led team is a terrible team. I mean... As we've seen in the past few Yes, but also, even if the Patriots are bad... With Cam Newton, Jets bad? no, the the Jets are are <laughs> terrible. I mean, I like they're, I don't they're, know. they're terrible. I um, think the notion of zero sixteen is such a big sort of. I mean, and opposite, maybe what's the opposite of an accomplishment? Failure. A, a massive, 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 yeah. massive general management failure. Yeah, but also team? maybe they're own eleven right now. Maybe they want to go zero sixteen just to one hundred percent guarantee they get the number one pick. Because I mean, again. if they win one game. Then the it's Jaguars. Da- yeah. The Jaguars have one win as well. Yeah, and exactly. the thing the thing with uh old Saxonville down in uh Jacksonville uh-huh. is that they have a good team besides quarterback. Yeah. They, they yeah. haven't had a good quarterback. They had Blake Bortles, Gardner Minshew. We love the Minshew magic around here, but it's not enough to get things done. Yeah. Most of the time. So So I think I think I think they want to secure their own sixteen, even if they maybe they can yeah, win uh, a game. You know, some theoretically beat the Patriots. Yeah. I think I think they want to secure that number one spot to get Trevor Lawrence hundred percent in the draft. Um, so yeah, I definitely think the the Jets have a chance of going on sixteen. Yeah, I just wanted 100%. to touch on that. And on next, we are on and they to join the, the Browns and the and the Lions. Lions, the Lions in that one. 2007 Lions. Yeah, and the, like 2016 Browns, maybe 17, 17 16, something 16, like that. 17, um, something like that. Next, we're on to the NFC West, Arizona at the Los Angeles Rams this they week. Play. Can either of these teams beat out Seattle for the top? So right now, Rams are second, uh, and the Cards are third. Yes, they're seven and four and six, six and, five, and five respectively. respectively. <laughs> um, and the Seahawks are eight and three. Yeah, but you have the 49ers, too, who are five and six, and it's looking like a stacked They're, division yeah, they altogether. Are, they are. 49ers, I, I would say, are definitely like the best worst team like division wise. Like the, yeah, I think and I think the best team that's injuries. last in the division. Injuries yeah. plagued them this uh-huh. year. George Kittle, uh, Raheem Mustard, yeah, uh, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, you can't play with yeah. that many pieces missing on your offense. Sure. Plus the defense. Uh, who was it? One of the Bosa twins. Was it Nick? 
Nick plays for 49ers. Joey Joey plays for the Chargers. Yes. Yeah, yes. so Nick got injured as well. I know that. Um, yeah, so but you look at that, that division, it's just the complete opposite of the NFC East. Yeah, which is where we're going to get to soon. Um, so so I, Rams uh, at cards. Uh, or cards at Rams. Yeah, uh, yeah, cards at Rams. Gotcha. I think I think that'll be a good game. I, um, what happened when they played earlier this year was they haven't played yet. Do they play? They play, they play week g- seventeen. Okay. So they're gonna play twice. So they're fighting for a playoff spot in both of these games. Right. These are huge games, and I'd love to see uh, K one and DeAndre Hopkins get it done. Yeah. I'm yeah. personally, I'm riding the Arizona bandwagon hard right now. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I'm a diehard Detroit fan. I'm saying this as a Detroit fan, but I just love watching DeAndre Hopkins play. Oh, yeah. He's, and especially he, this season, he's doing really, really he's well. absolutely intense. He's the closest thing to, in my childhood, I remember watching Calvin Johnson and just being in awe. Yeah. Right? Sure. And the people are mentioning that DK is the next Megatron, blah, blah, blah. Statistically, sure. Yeah. But he's not He's not the as dominant. Ma- yeah. You can't, Man- you can't walk yeah. up to a line and see two players lined up right across from him. Mm-hmm. Just but DeAndre Hopkins is someone I could see that happening to him. Yeah, future. and 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 Kyler Murray's definitely going to continue to grow. Oh yeah, on. Kyler um, Murray's a great player. Um, he's been having an absolutely bonkers season. He's in the MVP race right now. Yeah, I love watching him play. He's just so much fun to watch. He reminds me, kind of of a, a Russell Wilson more than a Lamar Jackson. I think he's yeah, more of a Russell I, Wilson I agree type player. He's got the arm. He's short. He's got the the speed to get some yards. Yeah, for yeah. sure. He, he can but, get a first down running it if he needs to. Um, yeah, so definitely uh, watch that Arizona um, Los Angeles game. game. Uh, the sun, Sunday, yeah, it's on yeah. Sunday. Because if, um, if you go to that game and you look at the standings, obviously we, we said the um, – Cards are six and five, and the Rams are seven, seven and four. And four. So, they, so depending on who wins, they could have the same record. They could, um, and it would affect it because they're in the same division. It, the main, this is a big the game main for both thing, teams. The main thing is, is you can't let the Rams take a two-game lead over you. Yeah, if you want to make the playoff. Yep. So, I think this is honestly at the point where we are at a must-win for the Cardinals. Yep. And if then, they want to make a playoff run, they need a must-win yes. against Los Angeles both times. Yep, definitely. So be on the lookout for that. Now moving on to, I don't know, maybe the best of, best division in football ever, the NFC East. NFC East. NFC East. Um, no, this happened the wor- with possibly the, uh, the worst yes. division football ever. This happened with the uh, NFC South a few years ago. I don't know if you guys remember that. Where the I think it was the seven and nine Panthers made the playoffs. And yeah, then actually, I do remember that. They won a playoff game. I do remember that. That is the funniest yeah. part. Um, that was the team that had Luke Keekley, uh, young Cam Newton. That yeah. was the year before they went 15 and 1. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely think. 14, that was, I believe. In my opinion, I don't see Philly taking this division. No, I, I, think, I, think, I think it's between the Giants and Washington. Giants. No, I don't I, even think it's Washington. I think it is 100% the Giants. The Giants have the best. I, I, think, I think it's the Giants, division. too. I, I think just because the Washington second right now. Yeah. Um, but I, I, d- I definitely think even though they all suck, yeah. they're all not great. Um, I think the Giants have that kind of a slight edge. Yes. Um, Defensively, especially. Yeah, a little bit over them. Um, so, but if you go on uh, uh, th- this week, um, 
there's a chance that the whole that entire division loses this Sunday. Really? So if we pull up uh, who each of them are playing this. Sunday. All right. So the Giants this Sunday are playing the Seahawks. Seahawks okay. Lose. So that's it'll one. be a hard fought game because the Giants have been playing their asses off recently. Right. So that's one. But uh, Washington plays the Steelers. They're gonna lose that's that two. game. All right. Then you go to the Eagles, Eagles, who play the Packers. Packers. That's three. And then you go to the Cowboys, Cowboys who play the, the Ravens. Ravens. All right. So the, the closest one that might, I think, is, is, is the Giants. Is, is Giants against the Seahawks, yeah. you think? I, I was going to say, I was going to say uh, um, the the Ravens and the, and, the, and the Cowboys. Really? I mean, I, I think, think, I, I, think out of, out of, I think out of those, those opposing teams, the Ravens are probably the worst out of those. Four. And my thought, my thought behind this is okay. So, the Giants obviously lack offense, right? But they have a pretty good defense. Yeah. And then you look at the Seahawks have a great offense, lack defense. Sure. So, yeah. what do you think wins football games, defense or offense? That's why I picked the Giants okay. to have a chance in this game is because That's I think fair. they have they have a great defense that'll be able to shut down Seattle. But then offensively, Seattle's defense is just so atrocious that I think the Giants can put up. 14 to 21 points yeah. to get their job done and win the game. I I, I see that. So, um, but it's certainly possible that the entire division yeah loses we're definitely this reaching here. We're 100 so, yeah. reaching. But I, I actually wondered because they all suck this year if it's happened at all else um, in any of the weeks. So I looked it up. It almost happened in week three. Um, okay. The whole division lost. They all lost, but the Eagles tied with the gotcha. Bengals. Gotcha. Okay, so it was almost an 0 4 for the. For the division that week, which is which is crazy, because I was just looking up and like, wait a minute, this might have happened before, because this genuinely could happen yeah. this uh, this weekend on Sunday. So um, yeah, maybe the maybe the whole uh, division loses, but the whole division is just atrocious. Yeah, it's just. You know, I think when you and look it's crazy at the that division, one of those teams is going to be the playoffs because yeah. like, I think when you look at the division, uh, it all depends on if the Eagles keep Carson Wentz playing quarterback. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts has a chance to step up and prove himself right now. Even though the Eagles don't have very many targets, if any at all, I would love yeah. to see Jalen Hurts yeah. come in and just absolutely roll through the NFC East. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's time to move on from the the Wentz the Wentz wagon. Yeah, the Wentz sure. wagon uh, sure. has not been playing good. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Now, one more thing I want to touch on with this division is if Dak Prescott is healthy, this Cowboys team is not three and eight; they're eight and three. And they're winning this yeah. division, no questions yeah. that's, asked. Yeah, that, and that, that's true. Because you look at that team, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Dak Prescott, and then yeah. you have their mediocre mm-hmm. to bad defense. Yeah. But that offense is so high-powered that it was just it was amazing. It was so much fun to watch. And if you look at the beginning of the year when they were playing, I mean, some some pretty good games. I mean, they were they stuck in it with the Rams, lost by three. They stuck in it with the Falcons, or they actually beat the Falcons by, by one. one. Uh, the Cowboys um, lost, lost to the by Seahawks touchdown. by by touchdown, uh, and then I think Week Four was that. I think that was when. He, when yeah, no, the, he got injured. I think he got injured Week Six, maybe. So he definitely didn't play Week Six. What about Week Five? There it is. Last yeah, week. So, what week is this? The uh, Giants. When they played the Giants. In week five, yeah. One by week five. Uh, 37 to 34. Yeah. Um, so so I think I think if you put, I mean, obviously they didn't have a great start to the season, no. but they played really hard yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. Like. They were, and the, all, all the games were close. Yeah. All the games were close. The game that Dak Prescott got injured, they were two and three. And if you give 
They probably Dak Prescott, go this over team, yeah, they're definitely, they're definitely. Yeah, I, think, I mean, I, they, think, I think they beat the Cardinals. I think they beat Washington. I think they beat the Eagles. They lose to the Steelers still. Uh, they beat the Cowboys or the Vikings still. And I think they beat Washington on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think it's a completely different game. I, I think I think they definitely would would be a lot better. Yeah, me too. Um, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, yeah, but we had know. a potential to see a good football team, but instead we saw a shattered ankle on live yeah. television. Yep. Whatever. Um. So whatever team plays the NFC East in the playoffs, well, you, can, you know, check that one yeah. off on the on, on the wins. Yeah, for sure. So, so then, lastly, uh, we already touched yeah, on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. So, are the um, Bucks the Super Bowl contenders? So everybody's been hyping them up. Since the beginning, they of time. really have and Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, the most high-powered offense, and uh, who's the running back? Jones. I forget his name. Um, give me one second. Tampa Bay running back. So what's his name? Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. Yeah. So and Lashawn McCoy. So he's like what 107 at this point. Uh, 32 for a running. Yeah, back. that is yeah. pretty old. He's um, definitely. He's so I, I say, just name wise, they have a, they got a lot of big names. Big names. They have a but lot of big names. Big Maybe players. on paper, yes, they're really good. But when it comes down to it, what's their record? They have six wins. Is that is that right? Um, seven, seven and five. Okay, so that's it's not a bad uh record by any means. Though, in for what in people this, were expecting. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady is Has having been playing awful. Yeah, most interceptions in a season for him ever for his, for his career. Uh, um, Tom Brady, honestly, he's obviously he's one of the he's, he's one he's if the not the greatest. He's the greatest of all time. But you look at this season and it just yeah, it's not Tom Brady type numbers. Like I'm looking at his uh, season stats. So let's go look at his season stats for this year, 2020 games. So. In week one, he had two interceptions. Week two, he had an interception. Week four, he had an interception. Week nine, he had three interceptions. That's just Week 11 and 12, he had two interceptions each. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, a lot of uh, not, not, not a, a great season. season. Uh, certainly not a, not a great season by Tom Brady. But they're hanging in there. Yeah, they they're are. Second in sure. their division right now um, behind those Saints. New Orleans Saints. Um but do you think the Saints are going to keep winning with Taysom Hill? I think, I don't know, maybe, but maybe they can still clinch their division, um, just with being nine and two, uh, nine and two right now. And I, I, th- I think uh, Buccaneers can certainly be a wild card and make yeah. the playoffs. And um, you know, maybe they have a, a good playoff run. Yeah, I've never I don't seen. Know if, Tom I don't know Brady if I necess- a wild card. I don't know if I necessarily see them making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I think I think before Breeze got injured, the Saints were the Super Bowl favorites in the NFC. Sure, yeah, I, that team I, I, was I think uh, I think the, the Packers and the, the Seahawks are probably okay. A good uh, even if the Buccaneers make it uh, have a decent playoff ro- uh, run, I think the Packers and the Seahawks are probably the favorites. Or the Saints, even. or even the Saints. Sure, I take the Saints with Taysom Hill over the Bucks right now. Yeah, yeah, they're still Taysom good. Taysom Hill they're, is playing still good. Drew Brees better at quarterback than Tom Brady is right now. Yeah, at this point in his career, mm-hmm. Tom Brady's just especially so this old. season. Yeah, forty three years old. There's only so much you can bring to the table. Um, so yeah. Alrighty, well that concludes our NFL segment. Next, we're going to be moving on to talking about the NBA. Uh, we have our upcoming games, and we're going to talk about the free agency and our NBA draft that recently happened. So 
We're going to take a break. Um, you guys will hear a two-second break, but we're going to probably take five, ten minutes, and we will be back in just a second. Alrighty, so we're going to take a break here to shout out our affiliate code and affiliate link over at Fiverr. Um, obviously, we just started this podcast, so we do not have any sponsorships yet. But what we would appreciate if, is if you went to our Instagram or our Twitter and clicked the link in our bio if you ever need anything from Fiverr. Fiverr does great things such as you can have people write essays for you. You can buy basically anything you want someone to do for you. You can have people create songs, create beats if you're into that kind of thing. Um, tons of different things you can do on Fiverr. And if that is something you are looking to do in the near future, make sure you click the link in our Instagram and Twitter bios to give us some money and help us out with this podcast so we can obviously make it better in the future. Thank you guys very much. All right, we are back from our break, and now we are going to go ahead and hop into our NBA free agency and draft section of this podcast. Yeah, so, so we're going to get started uh, just kind of going over the draft. We're just going to talk about these top three um, picks uh, from the draft real quick just because uh, I feel like this draft class was a little bit – obviously it was a little bit – the draft was weirder with COVID and all that stuff. It was, you know, virtual and everything. Um, but I feel like this draft class was a little bit less – um, would you say, I don't know, you didn't, you feel like you didn't know as many people yeah. that were in the draft? It wasn't as star studded. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's partially because COVID hit right during March Madness. Yeah. Um, so, so maybe we didn't. we didn't get to see a lot of these guys play. Um, but uh, just from what the draft analysis and everything says, we have enough information about, and especially these top three guys um, that we know. So, starting off, number one overall pick Anthony Edwards to the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's a guard, probably going to be a shooting guard out of Georgia. Um, he's going to join Angela Russell and Carl Anthony Towns over there in Minnesota. Um, so he's going to add, I mean, he's, he's going to add some good additional shooting, scoring in the backcourt along with D'Angelo Russell. I feel like he's probably a similar enough player to D'Angelo Russell that they can complement each other. Yeah. Um, so do you think he comes in and is an instant starter type player? So that's the, I feel like that's a little bit of uh, a good question because, so. Uh, at the trade deadline last year, they traded for Malik Beasley, who's a solid shooting guard. Um, and so he's played, I looked up his basketball reference, he played 14 games um, for the Timberwolves because they weren't in the bubble because they were not good. They were almost, they were four, or yeah, they were 14th in the, in the Western Conference, so they weren't going to go to the bubble. But for the 14 remaining games before it got shut down, um, that he was on that team, he started all 14 of them. Okay. And he put up some good numbers. He's averaged about 11 points a game maybe 12 um so you know which is exactly you know solid good enough so it's more like sixth man yeah that, that, that that'd be really good if that's what he was scoring coming off the bench mm-hmm. um with a little bit less minutes but those were starting minutes those 14 games he played um and started so i think maybe at the beginning of the season um malik beasley starts but maybe okay. if during practice and um the training camp and stuff and the, just from coming off the bench if anthony edwards can kind of you know, is showing that he's, you know, Has he was, yeah, he was the number one pick for a reason. Um, that you know he was, um, you know, up there. Then you know maybe they give him the starting spot and let him play right alongside D'Angelo Russell. I think D'Angelo Russell will certainly be a good kind of mentor figure yeah, to him, him because D'Angelo Russell, we still, th- I mean, he's still, still certainly a young player, but he was drafted in 2015. Like that was really? that was five years ago. That's it's crazy. Insane. It's crazy to think. 
and you really don't even. Think He's about really it. developed into a star, especially too. because he was he got drafted to the Lakers. Um, Didn't he go to Brooklyn? Yeah, so point? he got drafted to the Lakers um, during Kobe's last year. So gotcha. he got, his rookie season kind of got overshined by Kobe's final year. I bet you that was a good the, um, a good mentor to have, though. Oh, his absolutely. Work ethic and uh, especially shooting. I mean, obviously, rest in peace, Kobe. R.I.P. Um, Kobe, one of the greatest um, of all time. Yeah, of course. And um, so then he goes over to Brooklyn. Um, and he's kind of his own player because even with, because that was when the Lakers were bad. Yeah. That was when the Lakers were really bad. They had, I think, eight straight losing seasons, um, which is the worst the Lakers have ever been. Yeah. Um, so uh, that was when they were really bad. Those couple seasons, they, their team wasn't great then. They were consistently in the bottom three to five of the Western Conference. They just weren't good. And um, I feel like he really balled out though when he went to Brooklyn. He did that. He, yeah, that's kind of oh, yeah. when he that was uh, when he developed himself as a player. Yeah, and even though star. the Nets, they still weren't good, and um, you know they he was he was putting up good starting yeah. point guard numbers. Very good. Um, especially because he's really a, a swing guard. I mean, he's six four, six five, um, and he can shoot the ball super well. Um, obviously he's a primary ball handler, which is why he plays point guard. Can uh, rather than the shooting guard. But, yeah, I definitely think um, that was a nice um, uh, addition with Anthony Edwards. That especially now that they got Rubio back um, through some trades they did. And uh, so they got Rubio back. He's going to be their backup point guard. And he's, you know, Ricky Rubio is kind of that pure definition, quote-unquote pure guard. passing point yeah, guard. Yeah, he's, he's a That'll, Steve Nash type player. That will be really good if Anthony Edwards is – the backup shooting guard. Yeah, those two coming off the bench, yes. I think they can play really well together. 100% Ricky Rubio diamond off Anthony Edwards. Yeah, 100%. We definitely. can see that a lot, especially in the beginning of the season when uh, Anthony Edwards isn't really a starting type player. Right. Because you come out of college, and, I mean, obviously, if you're great, you're great. But when you first come out of college, I feel like you need at least a few games to develop. Even the greats who come out of college and high school sometimes don't start straight out of high school or college. Right. Like, I think LeBron did, but LeBron, well, LeBron say, yeah. he's that exception. And also that's how bad the Cavs were. Yeah, he, he was the chosen one. Yeah. He was what everyone yeah. was expecting. And honestly, I think it's, he outshined Yeah, a lot of the times, even like these first round picks in the NBA, they're not necessarily expected to be a starter right away. Yeah. Whereas in the NFL, if you're a first round pick, you're probably going to be a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that's not as much of an yeah. expectation in the that's NBA. That's the difference between a five person lineup though and, a, and an eleven. Yeah, sure. I mean, exactly. That's that's very true. And football, football and basketball are almost incomparable when it comes to the amount of substitutions made. Right. Like it's it's in football, it can be a every play type thing. Mm-hmm. If you're on and off yeah. the field. But basketball, obviously, you sub in, you stay in for a while, yeah. and you don't come off the court. Definitely. So, um, yeah, 100%. So then uh, number two pick was James Wiseman uh, to the Golden State Warriors. So he's a center out of Memphis. Um, so the interesting stat was his this last season in college, he only played three games. Okay. Due to some um, eligibility issues oh, and some really? suspensions with just some off-the-court stuff that was going on. So he only played three games, which says a lot that um, the Warriors wanted him from just those three yeah. games. And he played for Memphis. Obviously, he uh, was you know in the in the workouts and in the, in the combine and everything. He was proving himself. So so it says a lot that they, they you know they wanted him, and he's he probably will be a starter. Yeah, for the Warriors. Of I think, course, especially now that Clay's injured. Clay's injured. Yep. That um, that was that was sad to see. You know, uh, last year he did he tear his ACL. 
So or he had yeah Achilles? he tore his ACL just this now yeah what he did he the, do um, last year he had the I think the ankle ankle injury Clay Thompson, um, yeah so he was injured for a lot of that which is why they had the number two pick because him and Curry were, uh, he tore last he season had a knee injury. the he anterior yeah. crusate ligament in his left knee and then he just tore his ACL in his right knee yeah which is so super unfortunate. honestly I I love Clay as a player yeah he's I've super been a, super good I've been a fan of the Splash Bros since the beginning I think they're honestly um, they're dope they're one of the probably uh, I'd say a top ten certainly duo of all time yeah um just with everything so um so he'll probably be a starter in there um uh he'll bring some nice physicality to the front court with draymond green draymond green will probably be a good mentor figure to him too even though draymond green's smaller um he you know plays like he's seven foot tall you know he's six seven um so yeah but even with all that even with curry back and you know, even if Curry's playing really, really well, which I think he will, um, of course, I, I'd say without Clay um, so, and Draymond kind of peaking a couple seasons ago, and he's been on a decline since. I think their ceiling is probably a five or six seed. Gotcha. But I could certainly see them not making the playoffs at all. Just to, yeah. it just depends on how it goes. If if Clay was there, I think they're definitely. I think they're top the three. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're one of the best three. teams in the back NBA. To their, hundred percent, and especially shape. if this James Wiseman guy is the real deal. Yeah, obviously, I don't know a ton about him, and as you guys can see, he only played three games in college. Uh, he had nineteen. He averaged nineteen point seven points, uh, ten total rebounds a game. He was shooting seventy six percent from the field, which is absolutely yeah. So nutty. really, really good numbers. He must have. He's he's um, one of those players where they must have known straight out of high school that he's going to be great. Yeah. So it, it would also be interesting because he's. More of a old school traditional yeah, big man in the sense that which the Warriors, is exactly what the Warriors need. It seems like because they but it's have also going to be a change because they've been doing the kind of they almost got used to that kind of that small ball thing. Yeah, they were running Draymond at center for a yep. while, um, just doing that small ball lineup um, when Durant and those were over there. So uh, that'll that'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. So then we got the Ball brother Lamelo. To not a Charlotte. fan. Not a fan. So overrated. So certainly he has some things to prove. If a he's lot. you know going to be a real legitimate basketball player, or is he just going to be a recognizable name, flashy Instagram Instagram it, account? Is he going to be got a loud mouth dad, all that stuff? Is he going to be the guy that is on a reality TV, TV show? Yeah. Is he is he going to be the NBA's Kardashian? We yeah. don't know. Um, so you know he it's certainly him along with Hayward coming to Charlotte it brings some attention to Charlotte it brings excitement it brings excitement I but it. I don't think they make the playoffs I think they're probably a 10th 11th seed oh I don't think the they're East. anywhere near the playoffs um and also just a little rant about Charlotte so you guys were just complaining you guys just got out and you were relieved because you didn't want Nicholas Batum's disgusting contract, contract for 4 years 100 million dollars whatever it was for a for an okay some maybe all-star level small forward. So you get rid of him. You finally have that. You draft Lamelo. Then what do you do? You draft. You sign. Or no, Gordon you sign. You, you sign for Gordon Hayward, who is a maybe all-star small forward to four years, one hundred twenty million dollars. So there. So did you see the, uh, the 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 three players of all time to only ever have um, to get a a thirty million a year yeah. twice. LeBron James, mm-hmm. deserving. Yeah. Kevin course. Durant, deserving. deserving. Gordon Hayward. 
He doesn't. Who's, he doesn't who's the odd one out? Who's you, the imposter? You, yeah, who is the imposter? Who, you who guys, is the imposter? You guys go ahead and vote him off, and can decide that uh, for yourselves. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, hey, props. Hey. To, I'll say the MVP is Gordon Hayward's agent. Like, yeah, hundred like, percent. I mean, hey, Gordon Hayward get, was uh, get that money. Like, all respect to you, but from the Charlotte Hornets front office perspective, like that's that's stupid. You guys just did the exact same thing that you're complaining about for the past three years after you realized that. Nicholas Batum wasn't as great of a player, and now you got Hayward coming off his in- injury. Back injuries. in the back in the Boston days, Gordon Hayward was something to talk about. He was good. He was Boston. he was really good on that Jazz team. Uh, uh, he was great in the sixteen season, and he was solid on. But then he got injured the very first game he was with the Celtics. He was out for that year. That. But then the year he played, they were really good. They were I want to say the three seed in the East. They made uh, a decent run in the playoffs. They did well, and. Then you know I I've think always I've always had a thing for Gordon Hayward. So I love him. He's he's, a great he's player. good. I don't think he's 120 million over four years. No, he's not even compared. He's not even no. in that conversation. But see, that might be partially due to the uh, inflammation that's going on right now sure. with these contracts, especially in the NBA, the NFL. Yeah, uh, you'll see like. A lot of mediocre, not med- necessarily mediocre, like all-star type players yeah, just are getting above these average deals. Players yeah. Same thing with the NFL. MVP level I mean, deals. I love Matthew Stafford to death, right? Favorite quarterback of all time. Uh-huh. I'm a diehard Lions fan. But when you look at that contract he got, he's not the best quarterback in the league, and he shouldn't have been the highest paid in the league yeah. either. But see, that that all comes with the inflammation of how much these players bring in to how much they're putting out. Yep. Yep. So, so that's kind of those first few draft picks. Now moving on to some more recent uh, free agency stuff that happened this past week in the NBA. So, um, talk about the Lakers for a little bit. Woo! So they just uh, LeBron just signed an extension, two years, eighty-five million max extension, which is gonna uh, you know add two years to his already existing contract. Um, Anthony Davis resigns, uh, five years, one hundred ninety million max contract with them. So. They're not going anywhere. Uh, and then they also picked up Schroeder. Picked up Dennis Schroeder. And Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell and Marc Gasol. All right. I don't like Marc Gasol. I think he's he's kind of a honestly, I think Dwight Howard was a better option. I don't so I don't think so for the sole reason. Marc Gasol's Mar- 110. So Marc Gasol, he's not as good as he once was. But you gotta think. He's the, so he's 35 years old right now. Yeah. Um, you got to think. Let's, let's just look at this production two seasons ago, year. he was the starting center on a championship team in the, on the Toronto Raptors, and he was he was a solid, he was a good, uh, a, a a big enough part of that uh, championship win with the Raptors. All right, he brings a lot of defense. Even if he's only going to score seven points a game, sure, whatever. You're going to get that scoring from the rest of your team, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. You have two of the top. Five arguably top three players in the NBA on your in your starting lineup. You have them. You don't need because I think because their starting center was Javale McGee. My right? problem is is over the past three seasons, right? He's certainly fallen played. off. His, no, his games played. He and he is an injured guy. He I is, don't think. I think his body is too. Worn it is out given out a little bit. Starting center, uh, 2018, 2019, is. He played fifty three games. Twenty, uh, and then twenty. Oh wait, no, I take that back. Same season. Those were the same season. He played 79 games that year. 2018, 2019, he played 79 games. But then last year, he only played 44 with the shortened season. So, So maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, so he's, I mean, certainly he's not the player he was in 2013. He was defense player of the year on the Memphis Grizzlies. But he's still, I I still think he can compete. I think he's going to work really well with what they have going in L.A. And plus, you've got 
You think um, he's a better option than Dwight Howard? I think so. I think he's a better option than him and JaVale McGee, who were wow. their two centers there. Because well, they now have they got they got Marcus Hall starting and they got Montres Harrell backing up, who's the reigning sixth six man, man of the, of the year. year. One sixth man of the year, super good. Um, Love him, honestly. And I've always so, been a fan of the And they picked up Wesley Matthews. Forgot about that. They picked up Wesley Matthews, who is he's going to do the exact same thing Danny Green was doing this past year, but he's actually going to make the three. He's actually going to make the open three pointers, and he's going to be a lot tougher on the defensive end. So they got they got uh, Danny Green out of there. They got Rondo. Uh, he uh, left. So Rondo for Schroeder. I think Rondo in the playoffs was really really good. Um, so how many years do you think LeBron has left in him? I think he's going. He's he's going so the, at the end of his contract is up is the be year is the year his son graduates going to come to the NBA because I think by then the uh, National Basketball Players Association they're going to say it's okay to come, come out of high, high school. school again I think they're going to change that rule in the next few years so I think LeBron after his contract's up he's probably he's gonna gonna, I, I, son. he's probably going to win another championship with the Lakers maybe two and then he's going to say you know let me play on the same team as my kid. LeBron James and that's, good old Bronny. That's just that's, a, awesome. that's just a perfect. Hey, that's per, the perfect, perfect, perfect dad moment. Oh right yeah. There. So talk about especially because LeBron is what he's in his seventeenth season right now, and he's thirty five years, years old. old. I think he should. I think he should have won MVP over Giannis. Um, that's nah, just me. I love Giannis. Giannis is fantastic. I think it should have been LeBron this season, but regardless. So yeah, they're not going anywhere. I th- I think the 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 Lakers got better this offseason. I mean, LeBron almost did season. average a triple double last year. He does every year. His career <laughs> yeah. stats are twenty seven yeah. seven. You know, last year the assists were just he's insane. Fantastic. He's fantastic. He's he's a great. Um, he's he's no question the second greatest of all time or first, depending on who. The Akron Hammer. Yeah, that's, that's so, his nickname. On, yeah. uh, on Basketball Reference, his nickname is the Akron yeah, yeah, Hammer, yeah, weird or uh, the Little Emperor, or the L Train. But yeah, so. We got. Uh, I, I think the Lakers improved their team this okay. offseason. I think uh, they are setting up for a repeat. That's respectable. And there's actually rumors now. I'm not sure if it's going to happen. LeBron said maybe we'll see that Pal Gasol might come out of retirement and play for the Lakers. And we saw a video of him on I think Bleacher Report just the other day of him hooping in a gym. He still got it. He can still give you oh 11 minutes off the bench and score. So um, you got both Gasol. And you got brothers. both Gasol brothers. That's going to be a big help because a part of Mark Gasol's big thing of the bubble was that his family was over in Spain, um, and that was what kind of you know a lot of people thought he was just going to go play in Spain and not even go do the NBA anymore. Um, so uh, yeah, but if he, they got that, he's still good. He can he can give you I don't know eight points off the bench. Um, but yeah, so I think the, the their offseason move definitely set them up to repeat. I think I think it's certainly. I, I want. I, I do agree with you, from a statistical and a unbiased fan standpoint. Yeah. But I hate it. I hate it more than anything else. I would love to see the Lakers get absolutely dominated this year. By who? Anyone. Really? I don't care who? I am not a LeBron fan. Really? I have never been a fan of LeBron. Obviously, I love the fact that he married his high school sweetheart. I mean, I, he, everything worked well for him. He's he's a. He's what I would call a respectable man, like genuine respectable man. He's never let the money get to him. He's raised his kids to be good kids besides the pot smoking. Yeah, I'm freaking Bronny. Come on now. Yeah, but hey. But, every, I mean, most kids do that yeah. at some point in their life. Um, but he, he just seems like an all-up. But on all Instagram up, Live? On the Instagram yeah, Live? Yeah, yeah. He seems like an all-up stand-up guy. I mean, I love him as a man. But when it comes to basketball, he's always been a heartbreaker. I just I oh, don't yeah, like but him. I mean I don't like him as a basketball player, but 
I mean, he's certainly. I mean, he's not heartbreaking the Pistons because the Pistons never played him. Hey, you should hate Jordan more for that. In, hey, but the Pistons beat Jordan. The bad boys. The bad boys were something else, man. That was the only team Michael couldn't get through. Yeah, well, he eventually did. So, um, <laughs> and then he won six times in a row. Um, so, so yeah. So that's I. I. I think maybe I. I think I, I'd say the Lakers are the favorites to okay. win again this year. That's respectable. Um, I would agree. So yeah. So then now to kind of going on to probably what might have been the biggest move of the off season. Um, we don't still don't know what's happening exactly with a couple of these people, but we just got the notification. The Russell Westbrook the to Brody. the Wizards in exchange for John Wall and a 2023 lottery protected first rounder. I can't believe that. So it was certainly it's one of those trades that's like it's not I wouldn't say once in a lifetime maybe once in a season where it's just kind of like you like looking like oh wow that you just look at happened. your phone like oh wow that just happened because of those big names. Yeah, um, you're not used. Honestly, in today's NBA, it's, rare. it's like, very rare. Those big names are getting traded for each yeah. other. It's, it's more so free agency nowadays. Yep. But um, but that that trade definitely shocked me when so, I woke up and looked at ESPN and it said Russell Westbrook going mm-hmm. to the Wizards. Because, you know, John Wall has kind of been the face of the Wizards for the past... He was the number what? one pick in 2010. Yeah. He's, number he's, one pick in the draft. And he's been a Kentucky. great player he's besides really good. injuries. He's so, been a hell of a player. That's where it kind of leads me to my questions. So... I guess the first question is, in your opinion, who won the trade? In my opinion? Yeah. I don't think it's that hard of, a, of an answer. Houston. You think Houston won? Yeah. Really? That's interesting. I think uh, I think it's you think without, I think it's won. without question the Wizards. Well, why? Because Russell Westbrook's better than John Wall. Significantly, especially John Wall okay, played three years. Houston now has John Wall, James Harden. And DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins and a first-round pick. DeMarcus, for, first-round first pick is a big deal. First-round picks, they mean nothing in the NBA. Robert Covington got traded for two first-round picks. That's you insane. Want, you want to tell me that's that they're valuable? Robert Covington? Uh, I mean, he's not a bad player by any means. Yeah, but he's not. He's not first-round he, Two first-round picks? Come on. But and it's, this one's lottery protected in the first round of 2023. But I think, I think the Wizards won this trade because flashback to... Let's just let's just give a quick flashback to let's say 2015-2016. If if John Wall, James Harden, and DeMarcus Cousins are on the same team in 2016, I'm all in. Okay. I'm I'm buying heavy the stock of those Rockets, all right? Yeah. If that's the thing. I think this is the first step towards the Rockets dealing Harden. All right, think about oh. it. They just got a new coach. Mike D'Antoni's not there anymore. Daryl Morey's not there anymore in the front office. Okay. All right? Harden requested the trade. It's just a matter of fact of if they're going to do it. He declined $50 million a year to sign the extension, all right? And they just got rid of their star point guard, okay? I think this is setting them up to deal out Harden. Okay. Because Boogie, 2016, I would have said he's the best big man in basketball. But he's not anymore. He's not. He's been brought by injuries and off-the-court issues and in, in, in the locker room. Yep. Um, he's, I don't think he's been on a team for more than a season since, like, since 2017, whenever he got traded from the Kings to the Pelicans. I don't think he's been on there from a team for more than a year, um, whether it be because of an injury or because he gets traded. Um, I think the Rockets are going to be – even with James Harden, I still think they, they might be like – a. Six seed tops, six, five six seed tops. I think they're in that same boat. Really? I think they're in that same boat of the Warriors. Um, especially, I I think by the time 
um, the playoff. I, I don't think James Harden will be on the Rockets at the end of the season. Maybe halfway through the season, I think he gets traded at the deadline. Um, I don't know to who, but I think this is the first steps for that. Um, for so you Houston. like Russ and Beal together? Um, you like the Brody and Beal? So I, I, don't I, think, I need to see it because I oh, think I think it's one of those things where a uh, well, here's, it's going to clash. Here's my here's my thing. So John Wall and Bradley Beal worked pretty well together. Uh huh. I'd say just flashback to when John Wall was healthy. Let's say his best season, 2016. That was probably Russell Westbrook's best season too. It's when he averaged triple double for the, the first time. So back then, I would I actually said it probably probably said it out loud. I think Russell Westbrook is kind of just a better version of John Wall. I think they're both elite point guards. Okay. Um, but they're both you know those point guards that are very ball dominant. They rely heavily on Explosive, their athleticism, yeah. on the athleticism, um, kind of stuff like that. I think, and I, I would have, I would have said Russell Westbrook is just a, a stronger, better version than John Wall. I think John Wall is more of a has a little bit more of that pass first mentality. Gotcha. Because um, he he was he was part of the he led the league in assists for a few <laughs> years, um, but so I think um, but and then Russ Westbrook he I mean, he gets ten assists averaging them every year, but he also is considered a ball hog. Um, just because of the way he plays, yeah, uh, which is why it didn't exactly work in Houston with with Harden. Um, I mean, it's fine because they're both two of the top ten players in the league. Yep. But, you know, um, I think I think it'll work good enough in in uh, Washington. I think Beal was kind of just getting used to being that number one guy, though. Yeah, These past couple he's years, not, about all, he's been really really saying. good. He got snubbed in an all NBA team spot this past season. I think he's one hundred percent one of the top fifteen players in the league. Um. um so I I think I I need to see it to believe it to 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 really be to sold on it. it. But I think yeah. I think it won't be bad. I think the Wizards. I think this makes the Wizards a playoff team again. I think no. I think it's going to be one of those things where I mean I mean think it's about it. be like Russell this. Westbrook without Kevin Durant or anyone. He led that team to the to the yeah. playoffs in yeah. OKC the year Durant joined the Warriors. I think single handedly. I think I think those in the weak, East is weaker in the West. I mean it's, it's not it's gotten stronger since. But yeah. I think I think they're going to be in the playoffs. It's going to be one of those things where when Beal's on the court, Russ isn't. When Russ is on the court, Beal isn't. Okay, so maybe they start they start the game together and then they kind of take turns. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that happening, and that's that's one thing I think that won't work in the in the NBA right now. I think it's certainly going to take some experimenting, yeah, just to figure out how they will play with each other. I mean, I'd love I'd love to see it work because even these past few years without without Wall. Beal's been the ball handler on that yeah. team, and maybe, I mean, he, he was still really good. He was, you know, getting seventeen to nineteen points a game whenever John Wall was there <laughs> as the main guy um, and everything. Um, but now he's he's been doing twenty five points a game, six assists, all those kind of numbers. And um, I don't know. I think uh, I think I think both teams are going to be fine. Um, I need to. I need to see John Wall play again, yeah, in order to be sold on him because yeah. you know some people never really get back to their level after not playing for this long. So we'll see, we'll see. That is certainly going to be something to look out for uh, this coming season. So then, kind of transition over to uh, the NBA. They released a schedule for opening uh, week for opening week. So they got the the twenty. And this is just like they got all their top names yeah. playing these first three days. Yeah, of course so they do. Opening night. December twenty second, we got the Warriors at the Nets. We got Durant and Kyrie versus Clay, or not Clay because he's not Steph. playing, but Steph and the James Warriors, Wiseman, Green. So, and especially, I think 
the Nets are going to be right, so scary. Let, let's, let's make some picks on these. Yeah, that's what let's I'm going to say. Let's make picks on all these games. Let's see who can get more right, okay? Okay, so we need, we we'll, need to write we'll these down. We'll write these down. We'll tabulate it. Give us one second. We're going we're gonna to go pen and paper. All righty, so first game, we have Warriors at Nets. Warriors at I Nets. got money on the Nets. I was going to say that, too. I was going to say Nets. All right, and then Clippers, Lakers. Lakers. I got Lakers. Clipper, or Clippers are going to have too many chemistry issues. They don't. Ty Lue's coming in hey, as the new coach. Let's make this fun. Ten bucks on it. On the Clippers Live Lakers? on podcast. No, whoever gets more of these right, ten bucks. That's fair. Shake on it. Shake on it. Yeah. All right. But we're, like, agreeing so First, far. Hey, we won't agree at the end of this. Bucks Celtics. I got money on the Bucks. I'm going Bucks. Yeah. Suns, Mavs. Mavs. We're agreeing. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm going to go Suns on that. All right. I'm going to switch it up. Because I think Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I think that'll be good. Chris Paul's going to be Luka's, dealing to Devin I think Luka's too much. I think, truthfully, Luka has part of the... Luke and the Mavs might have the best chance of dethroning LeBron. You think? This season. Okay. Because think of how good they were playing last year. And just another year of yeah. that. So Development. Yeah. So Pelicans Heat on I Christmas Day. Chris, these are the Christmas Day games. These are the I'm fun ones. Jimmy I got Heat. The Heat. Yeah. 100%. Uh, Warriors at the Bucks. I'm going to go on an upset here. I'm going to go Warriors. Okay. I'll go Bucks then. Just to disagree. Um, Nets at Celtics. I'm going Nets, Nets, no questions asked. Mavericks at Lakers. I'm going Lakers. Even though Luka <sighs> and the Mavs are really, really good. Hold on. So I took the Suns over the Ma- or over the Mavs. You want to take? And now I want to take the Mavs over the Lakers. Go for it. I'm going for Add it. Spice. We're gonna take some. We're gonna take the the Dallas Mavs here. And then finally, Clippers, Clippers at Nuggets. Nuggets. I got Nuggets. I got Nuggets as well. So, which ones did we disagree on? All right, so we disagreed on the Suns Mavericks game. Right, so let me put a mark next. Yeah, to I'll it. start. I'll start that one. Give me one second. Uh, Warriors. Yeah, Warriors Bucks. Warriors Bucks. I took the Warriors. You took the Bucks. Um, and then Mavs again. Mavs, the Mavs Lakers. Lakers. So three of these games we disagreed on. So it's gonna come so down it's a to good odd number. Games. It's a good odd number. Um, and you guys heard it here first on our next week pod, or it won't, it won't be next. It week, might actually be two weeks. Yeah, but after those two games weeks. are done, we'll let you guys know um, who got who got the cash, who won the bet. We will see. All right, so we're gonna keep those in a nice safe spot. And now um, so we yeah. are going to take another transition break. over to college football after we take another break. Yeah. What will seem two seconds for you guys will actually probably be ten to fifteen minutes for us. So we will see you guys in just a moment. We'll be right back. We're gonna take a quick break. I just want to take a second to mention that this episode of the Down Short Show is brought to you by Social Box Media. Social Box Media is an up-and-coming network that has podcasts, shows, and articles about anything and everything that your heart desires. Thank you to Social Box Media, and check them out on Instagram at socialbox underscore media and on Twitter at socialboxmedia. Thank you again, Social Box Media. All right, coming back from that short break, now we're going to go into some college football, talk about uh, these top four teams, yes. how the playoff picture might be looking here. Um, I guess in the next few weeks is going to end up being because this is everything it's going to start up pretty soon. Um, so just going over who the top four are right now in the playoff rankings, you got Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Ohio State in that order. Correct. And then just outside we have A and M, uh, Florida, Florida, 
and Cincinnati and Georgia. Yep. So my thought process with this is, first of all, Georgia at number eight, they're out. Yeah. Georgia and I Iowa agree. State, eight, nine, even ten, Miami are out. I agree. The reason that I say Georgia and Iowa State are out for sure is because they're two lost teams. Yep. Two lost teams don't make the college football playoff. Yeah. Now you go up to seven and six and five. These are three really powerful good teams. You yep. have A and M. You have Florida. You have Cincinnati. Yes. So. A uh, and M and Florida are both one-loss teams. Cincinnati still undefeated. The reason Cincinnati is ranked lower is because they obviously don't play as tough a competition in their uh, their conference. So the only team with a loss that is in the top four right now is Clemson. Who so lost to number two Notre Dame. But see the thing with the Clemson game, my thought process on the Clemson game as well is the fact that um, DJ Uyunglele was the quarterback because Trevor Lawrence was out with COVID. Yeah, And they had, I think they had six starters on their defense also out, either from injury or COVID. So I think if we see in the ACC championship a rematch of that Notre Dame-Clemson game with them healthy, it went to double OT with that many injuries. I think if you take a healthy Clemson team into the ACC championship against Notre Dame, it's a joke. I agree. It's a blowout. I think Clemson wins that game by 20-plus points. I don't know if it's necessarily a blowout, but I definitely think Clemson wins. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think – I think I don't know if I would – I don't know if Notre Dame is my favorite to, I'm, throughout this, but I think – I mean, I, I still think they should be, you know, respected. I mean, of course, with what of they've course. been doing. Yes. Um, especially in, uh, you know, with this season and everything. Sure, they beat Clemson, yeah. but, yes, they were – Little thing, but yeah. So yeah. Um, so I, you, I agree with that. I think Clemson, healthy, healthy Clemson, does beat Notre yes, Dame. Yes, hundred percent. And then when you look at the number one team in the country, Alabama, I think it's kind of a no-brainer. It's literally like no question. They beat the number five team by more than almost thirty points. Yeah. They beat them by twenty-eight. They beat the number eight team by almost twenty points as well. Um, Alabama is looking like the most dominant team we've seen in recent history in football. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I mean, they beat number twenty-five Auburn by, what is that, twenty-nine. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, I think Alabama's perfectly ranked. I think there's a chance we could see another Alabama Clemson national championship. There this year. definitely is, especially um, if the rankings stay as is and Ohio State stays at four. Right. Ohio yeah. State plays Alabama round one. Yeah. I don't think Justin Fields can get it done. I don't know, man. Justin Fields was really, really good. Uh, where was that? I had a ridiculous stat. There was earlier. He had 11 incomplete passes. He had 11 incomplete passes to 11 touchdown passes earlier this year. Yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. He threw most of the time, uh, like, pick to interception ratios, like, 11 to 3, 11 to 4. Mm-hmm. No, this guy had 11 incompletions. He's looking like the real deal. He's super I mean, good. Um, I don't know if I'd put him... I don't know. As the I, I best think quarterback in college it's, football? I, I, it's certainly between him and Trevor. Um, I think, I mean, Trevor, Trevor will probably go number one in the Jets. No question. Um, but I could see. NFL draft. But Justin Fields, I, I'd say he's. I could see him Maybe dropping, number two, maybe number three. I could see him dropping to four or five, going to a place yeah, like just Detroit. Depend, just depending on Carolina. what the final order of yeah. what, what the team's needs are. But sure. Correct. Um, but I think. People are like um, sleeping on Ohio State just a bit, just for the sole fact that they haven't been able to play all their games. By the way, I know you guys can't see this episode. We're working on getting videos up on YouTube. We were actually recording earlier in this episode uh, video, a video portion of this video, um, and it just didn't work out. And the reason I'm stating that 
is because this guy next to me has an Ohio State jacket on. Sure. So there could be a little bit of a bias. No, I, I, this is no, this is this is an unbiased opinion. I think people aren't, or or maybe they're not. I, I mean, I I, I could I can certainly see them as number four. Yeah. Um, um, maybe number three if Clemson's number two. Um, but the only reason Clemson's number three and not two is because Notre Dame yeah. beat them. So that's why they're there. But regardless, Ohio State's only been able to play four games. Yeah, which you know? is true. Which is true, hundred percent. And they've won them all. Yeah, but they, they uh, got canceled against Maryland. Got canceled against uh, whoever they were supposed to play um, after Thanksgiving. Um, I don't even remember who. Uh, and now, and now it's 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 almost a rumor that Michigan is might cancel. Really? Yeah. Well, see, I'm a diehard Michigan fan, so these past. Four, the last two games five of Michigan, Michigan State—they're both unranked. But. Have been a joke for me. I have been hurt by Jim Harbaugh personally. I think Michigan loses the game to Ohio State, even though it's a rivalry. I think we lose probably sixty-three to like seven or sure. ten. Makes perfect sense. I see Ohio State finishing. Honestly, the question comes down to: Is Notre Dame legit this year? Because it seems like every year they're hyped up to get they to the really, top four. Yeah, that's true. And then they get blown out when they play a real That team. is true. That is true. And I think that might be because they're not in a, a conference most of the time. But with them being in the ACC this year and having to play Clemson twice, assuming both teams make it to the ACC championship, yeah. you have a different story. Because if, if Notre Dame wins both of those games, that knocks Clemson out of the top four. Yeah. 100%. No way a two-loss team wins. Yeah. Or goes to the playoff. And, yeah, so... But then that kind of goes back to my point because Ohio State, if even if they go and play these last two games and they win, they're six and zero. They've still not played as many games as A and M yeah. or Florida. So, so is there do they get snubbed yeah. by a one loss team that's five and they six right now because enough. they didn't play as many games? Yeah. And with that, the teams they played still weren't super good. Yeah, I don't have they played a ranked team this year. Um, Indiana and they Indiana, only won by that was, seven. That was a close one. They only won by seven to the number 12 team. So it's not looking good for Ohio State because I, of the Big Ten. Unfortunately, I think they might get snubbed, sl- snubbed so from the playoffs. I. I think, but I think that would also be think, the best game is Alabama-Ohio State. I, I think I don't it think, wouldn't be a blowout. I think it would be a good yes. game. I think I think any of the four or five to the, seven teams would get blown out. That's true. I um, think A&M gets destroyed. Florida gets destroyed. Eh, Florida has a good defense. I could see Florida keeping it within 15-ish. Uh, Cincinnati gets blown out. Sure, I, and yeah. Georgia six and two. I mean, yeah, they're, they're out of the conversation. Then. Um, then it, it it would be. I mean, maybe it makes sense from a some type of standpoint. You get A and M in there. You have two SEC teams playing each other, and the two ACC yeah. teams playing each other. And you get an ACC SEC national yeah. championship. I mean, um, I don't know how I feel about it. Which would probably just be a repeat of Clemson and Bama. What it's what it's lining it's up. It's the to loop. Me. It's the, it's the, the, it's the, the paradox. The, the paradox of the last four years. It's A. You ready for the teams? Here you go. You have Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. Yeah. That's it. They're always in there. Um, One of them has been in there every year. Yeah. It's it's kind of becoming ridiculous. One of them has won it every year since yeah. 15. 15. For the past five years. What was that? 15 was? 15 was when Ohio State won beat yeah. Oregon. Yep. Um, and then since then it's been Clemson, Alabama. It's ridiculous. I definitely see... A strong possibility if Notre Dame falls a game, they fall out of the top four. Who's uh who's who's the rest of So Notre, Notre Dame? Let's, let's Notre Dame has not looked 
stellar this year. The only game they really played good football was against Clemson, in my opinion. I mean, they're beating teams, right? They're beating teams, obviously. They beat the number 17 team, UNC, 31-17, to but it's not a blowout like you'd expect. They beat Boston College by only 14 points. Uh, obviously, they beat Clemson in double OT. Uh, they beat Georgia Tech. They destroyed them as expected. They beat Louisville 12-7. to Yeah, but that could have just been an, an off game for them. You never because Because all these rest of the 5-2-0. 42-26, 45-3, 31 There's a lot of blowouts in there. Um, they almost they, they lost beat. to an unranked Louisville. That's yeah. my thing. And how many games has Louisville won this year? Oh, let's 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 do some counting. So they beat Western Kentucky, lost wow. to Miami, lost to Pittsburgh, loss, loss. lost to loss. Georgia Tech, beat Florida lost State. to Notre Dame, beat Florida State, lost to Tech, lost to Virginia beat Syracuse and lost to Boston College. So that team held Notre Dame to seven points. And we're going to sit here and tell my bad 12 points and sit here and tell me that Ian book is the real deal. Ian book, the real deal. I I just don't see it. um, Tell me if you agree or not with this out of that top four, even though they're number two, I think Notre Dame is the worst team out of the top four. I would agree 110%. No question asked. Um, I think if any team out in the college football playoff, it would be Notre Dame. 100%. Especially because Trevor will be back, I assume, um, in in the rematch. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I'm hoping Ohio State doesn't get snubbed, especially because they're a really good team this year. Yeah, they are. It'd be a... Stupid reason. I understand what the reasoning is. Yeah, it'd be a stupid reason not to let a good team like them, who is even I, I'd say they're significantly better than A and M, um, who's the number five seed. I, yeah, I, 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 I hope they don't get snubbed, but unfortunately, it might. It all happen. starts with a great domain, and now you yeah. can get a great one for less. I'm looking at Ian Book's uh, regular season game log from this year. He's thrown 12 touchdowns to one interception, which is a crazy ratio. I mean, I can't even deny that he's thrown for over 200 yards every game except for two I games. I think it starts with uh, Ian, first of They all, were against I mean, uh, Louisville, the, the game pocket, where they only had um, 12 points. You know, and look, I don't know he's who He's a SFLA unique player in that is Southern um, he has got great escapability, but he's also know. got a great Anyways, sense of uh, when to take off. And I think there's some yeah, great so, illustrations I mean, honestly, he had a great game against Clemson. I threw for 310 a, a yards, had a touchdown, to ran for 67 on the, on the ground. He's looking like a good player, but, but I don't think he's... I don't think he's he's a starter quality for a mediocre team yeah. in college football. Yep. I don't think he's really the reason they're winning games, in my opinion. He's really contributing it to it, but he's not. Yeah. He's not the reason. Um, I think as a collective, they just have really meshed yeah. good enough this, this season. Yep. Um, and so they got Syracuse this week, tomorrow. I mean, obviously, and, uh, they're, uh, yeah, they do have that tomorrow. And then. Yeah, of course. They're running back, Kyron Williams. He's been playing good this year. He has 901 yards on the ground with 12 touchdowns. I mean, he, it seems more as though he's the one that's uh, carrying this team, I would say, more than Ian Book. Yeah. To be honest with you, I mean, he had 124 yards against number 19 ranked USC, UNC, mm-hmm. and two touchdowns. He had 140 yards and three touchdowns against Clemson. Yeah. I mean,. He's looking like the real deal. I would say he's probably, he's pro. I would put him over 
in a Heisman race between him and Book, I would give it to Kyron Williams. Yeah, yeah. Even though, uh, kind of with the NFL MVP, Heisman has kind of become a quarterback board. It is, definitely. Um, no question. It's still, you know, you know how it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. We're going to go ahead and finish it off with a thing I want to start doing. Uh, basically, what it is, I got this idea from Fantasy Football Factory. It is a Barstool Sports podcast. And what they do at the end of every episode is they do a kind of a draft thing. But we're going to take the idea. We're going to spin off of it. And each week, we're going to have something different to compare. And then you guys are going to be the people who choose who was right or who is better. So this week we're going to talk about in a one-on-one matchup in basketball, who do you take and who would win? Between? Between anyone, any NBA player. And we'll go 2v2. Okay. 2v2. You so, can make any dream team. So it's You get first pick or I get first pick. Just current players or all Hold time? Hold on. We're going to have Siri flip a coin, okay? Pick a, pick a side. Heads. Heads. So if it's heads, he gets to pick first. If it's tails, I get to pick first. Siri, flip a coin. It's tails. Okay, so you're up first. Okay, so, so I'm going to go first. Clarifying for the Any players. listeners. Of, is it all time all or time. just in the league right now? All time. Okay. So number one pick for me, I think it's kind of a no-brainer, MJ. Okay. Michael Jordan. No questions asked. Greatest player of all time. Okay. No question. So... Just for um, for reference, so this is kind of two on two. It's kind of like a, almost like imagine two on two. Make it take it. And it's, so it's so it's like two K blacktop. When you get okay, gotcha. So maybe this is surprising. It might be surprising to you. I'm not. You're not taking LeBron. I'm not taking LeBron. I'm gonna take Allen Iverson. Ooh, okay. Allen. Iverson. So you think Alan, you think AI is going to be able to cook in a two-on-two version? Uh, you think he's going to be able to cook MJ? He broke Michael Jordan's ankles. Have you seen the clip? Do you think? Have you seen the clip? And do you think that is, would happen? This though, is but in this a game is, to twenty-one. I th- I think so. I think that's the type of ball that Allen Iverson would strive for. I think if there was like a professional street ball league that was like um, at the same level of popularity and yeah. respect as the NBA, that's where I he think would be. I think Allen Iverson would be considered the goat because that 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 kind of type of play is what he lives for. Okay, you know, okay. he's I super good that. score for being. I just respect that. Six feet. I mean, that that's hundred percent. I mean, Allen I can... Iverson in this setting. Yes, that's that's who I'm taking. Allen Iverson. So if I have MJ, I'm debating: do I take one of the greatest of all time centers, or do I take LeBron and have LeBron and MJ as a team, which I think would be unstoppable. But honestly, I'm not going to go for LeBron because I feel like LeBron works really well in that five on five level. Yeah, you know, I think I think that's if it came down that's to his it, type of stuff. If it came down to it, and I had to pick two players in their prime. To play any team, your team included, give me MJ and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay, I, I had a feeling Kareem you were going to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and the skyhook is unstoppable so in street ball. that puts me in a, in an uncomfortable position now. Yeah, because now you have to take a center. And now I have to take at least a really good defender. Yeah. Small forward minimum. The real question is, do you take Shaq? Because Sha- Shaq and Kareem would be an all-time so, matchup. Who are you taking? So, let me just... So, I was going to either take... Kobe or Durant. That's who Ooh, I was going to take, all right? Kobe. 
I forgot about. I, how did I forget about? I was Obama? leaning. I was leaning more towards Durant just because Kobe and Allen. I feel like would be a little flash. Little. Yeah, for um, sure. Um, Durant is seven foot, which is basically a center. He's just as just about as tall as Kareem. He's a good defender. He's got that wingspan. He does. I think I'm talking about. But is he is he a good defender? I, I mean, is he a good enough defender to stop Kareem Skyhook? Um and street ball, I think I it all depends on who starts with the ball. Yeah, that's true. If if I think if I'm, MJ and Kareem start with the ball, because you're not you, but, but you also gotta think Kareem is guarding Durant. Ooh, so if they start with the ball. So, and 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 Allen Iverson and Durant are both I think better shooters. Than, than MJ and Durant, 100%. So, if we're shooting... From outside shooting the for, yard. Shooting for ball, I mean, regardless. I, I So, that, yeah, I, I talked myself into it. I've got Kevin Durant. Okay, so the final matchup is Michael Jordan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar versus, versus Allen Iverson, Iverson and Kevin Durant. Durant. Kind of some dark horse and this candidates. Is, and this is all in the prime. Yeah. So, like, 95 Jordan, um, yep. like, 79 Kareem. Yep. 01 Iverson and like 16 Durant. Yep. The absolute prime of their careers. I think I think my team wins. Oh, well, obviously it's your team. And you think your team wins? It, that'd be I, I would pay a lot of money to watch so that. So would game. I. So would I. Um, but it all comes down to what you guys think. So if you guys want to vote, make sure to go comment or tag us on Twitter at the down short show also on instagram at the down short show as well um we'll put out some sort of poll or something yeah. you can comment on um still working out the fine details but yeah make sure to go let us know um so we can get some bragging rights on each other correct um so yeah um next week off, next week we will be back here and we have a massive future plan for this podcast um we're already talking to some D1 football players, some friends of mine, some guys I've played video games with and have met that play college football, uh, just a bunch of guys. And then obviously, if anyone listening to this podcast plays sports, whether it be professionally or at a collegiate level, send us, um, a, DM. Send us a DM at the Down Short Show on Twitter or Instagram, and we will get back to you. We definitely want to have a lot of guests on this show. That's kind of the goal we're going to do one show a week like this and then we're going to do one show a week that is going to be starring a guest appearance from a random person to start out it'll probably be over zoom so those podcasts might be a little bit different but hopefully eventually once covid is over or once we have the bread accumulated to fly people out hopefully that that That's could be that would be a goal dream big kids yes dream big so thank you guys for watching and listening i hope you all enjoy your weekend and we will see you back here next friday and i'm out peace peace that was beautiful oh fuck how do i stop